This is a space for anyone raising humans and trying to find time to raise themselves in the process. The myths of motherhood are loud out there. This unrealistic motherhood culture we find ourselves in is toxic to our souls. It imprisons our progress, stunts our growth, and breeds limiting beliefs that altogether keep us overwhelmed. It's my mission to push the eject button on this crazy ride and help you find peace with your process. Through mentors and mistakes, I have learned that we have way more power and permission than we realize. I believe Jesus didn't just die to give us everlasting life in heaven. He died to give us abundant life, a full life right here on earth, right now in the midst of your sleepless nights and your Cheerio-covered kitchen. I don't know about you, but I felt like I didn't qualify for that kind of full kingdom life while in the throes of motherhood. Listen to me, mama. You have access to all that Jesus died to give you. You're called to kingdom things even now, even when you can't remember the last time you read your Bible or when you say bad words under your breath after stepping on yet another Lego. Mothering is hard and overwhelm is real and understandable, but it does not have to be your every single day. I want to help you out of the wind and the waves of overwhelm and into the peace of overflow through super practical things like decluttering, simplifying your life, making your home work for you, to mental work like ditching the pressure of perfection and comparison, defeating those toxic thoughts, and learning about yourself, how you tick, and what brings you to life. We're covering it all. If it's not real, raw, and helpful, it is not allowed. Fullness is in front of you. Let's go get it together. You're listening to The Fullness Show. Welcome to another episode of The Fullness Show. I'm your host, Abby Haggard. I'm so glad you're here today. Today, we're talking about something that is kind of a um, deep issue, and it may step on your toes a little bit, okay? I'm just going to do a disclaimer, girl. You may get offended today, and that's okay. It's okay. Don't turn it off. Don't shy away from the hard thing. Um, This topic offended me at first too. And I'm going to be super honest with you. I'm going to tell you all the things and be real with you because that's how we learn and grow, right? We need vulnerability. We need all those things. Um, so I'm going to go there with you, but today I'm talking out of an incredible book called the emotionally healthy woman by Jerry Scazzaro. She is an incredible communicator. She cuts right through the BS and goes straight to your heart and to your soul and speaks life into you, but she also does not beat around the bush. And so I'm going to tackle this topic and it's probably going to be a couple of weeks because it's just so rich and deep and beautiful. And I really want to go there with you, but I'm going to link the book in my show notes because I want you to get this book. If you are a breathing woman, you need this book. I don't care if you're a mom. I don't care if you're a wife. I don't care who you are, what what you carry. You need this book. It's absolutely incredible. It's going to challenge you. It's going to push you. It's going to grow you. It is going to make you better. So you got to get this book. So first off, here we go. The term that we're talking about, the, the situation that we're walking into, we're talking about over-functioning, over-functioning. And you can kind of already feel, okay, 
Okay, I can kind of get into the rhythm of this. This might be annoying. And yes, it might, but that's okay. You're going to love it anyway, right? You're going to stick with me. Okay, we do this. So we overfunction when we do for others what they should and could do for themselves. That's what overfunctioning is. We overfunction when we do for others what they can and should do for themselves. Now, a lot of that's a broad term. So, a lot of personalities can perceive that differently and can interpret that differently. I am I'm very aware. But this right here definitely um, sums up the reality of what this is. But let's break it down just a little bit further, okay? So one of the things she talks about is um, how overfunctioning, you know, is more than just a bad habit. It's actually kind of like a weed and it's thorny branches just reach far into our workplaces, our parenting, marriages, churches, relationships. And so if we don't catch it and we don't identify it and we don't look at it in the face and we just kind of breeze past it and be like, I'm not an overfunctioner, whatever. Um, we don't realize what it's reaching into and how it's really affecting our lives and the lives of the people we love. And so here she has a checklist and she asks you to place a check mark in the boxes next to the statements that describe you. Okay. She's got about, let's see, this one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's 10 statements. Okay. And these statements, if you identify with them, you check the box. Okay. And so I've already done this and I'm going to tell you which ones I checked and I'm going to be honest with you and vulnerable and all that great stuff. Okay. Are you ready? Here we go. First one. I generally know the right way to do things. I checked that one. Next one. I move in quickly to advise or fix things lest they fall apart. I checked that one too. I have difficulty allowing others to struggle with their own problems. I checked that one too. Uh, Fourth one. In the long run, (laughs) it is simply easier to do things myself. I didn't check that one. Next one. I don't trust others to do as good a job as I can do. I didn't check that one. Next one. I often do what is asked of me, even if I'm already overloaded. I did check that one. Next one. I don't like to rock the boat, so I cover for others' shortcomings. I did not check that one. Next one. Other people describe me as stable and as always having it together. I checked that one and then erased it and then checked it again. So that's where I'm at with that one. Next one. I don't like asking for help because I don't want to be a burden. I totally checked that one. Next one. I like to be needed. And I checked that one too. (laughs) If you checked three or more boxes, you might be an over-functioning person. If you checked four to seven boxes, you probably have a moderate case of overfunctioning. If you scored eight or above, you are in trouble. <laughs> I love how blunt she is with it. Don't you just love that? Thank you so much, Jerry. So um, I definitely have a pretty severe case of overfunctioning, and you might too. And that's okay. Listen, 
this is beautiful because we're tackling it together. We're being honest about it. We're looking at it in the face and we're going to figure out how to walk through it together. A lot of times, you know, she talks about overfunctioning is kind of cloaked in the guise of caring for others' needs and, you know, serving and trying to accommodate for everybody. But really, it's a guise and a toxic trait that can truly stun other people's growth. And it can be guised and kind of cloaked in this, you know, idea of we just want to serve and help, but really it's stroking an ego or it's stroking a need to be needed, to be liked, to be appreciated, to be busy so that you don't have to really, you know, be in the mix of the, of the other stuff. Um, maybe it's where you hide, you hide in the kitchen or you hide here or you do this because it's just easier and you're more comfortable there. You might have a beautiful gifting for that. You're a hostess, whatever you enjoy that stuff. But are you in a place where you are over-functioning? So our goal here is to identify where you're at. Are you an over-functioner? Are you perpetuating immaturity in your children? Are you found, are you, do you find yourself just doing all the things for all the people all the time? Um, do you find yourself fighting with your kids constantly about doing their chores or helping out um, and just realizing you just got to do it yourself? Um, is it rare to find your husband in the kitchen helping you or with the children or is the most of the household things on you? Is Are you the over-functioner? If you can say yes to any of those or you feel yes to any of these, it's time to admit it and say, okay, I'm over-functioning. I'm over-functioning. I am not supporting my family in the way that I think I am by doing all of these things because I'm actually perpetuating immaturity. I'm actually stunning their growth. I'm, I'm allowing and making it okay for them to um, stay very young in their work ethic or in their, um, the, their, their skill sets of, of how to clean a house or how to do their own laundry or how to mow a lawn or obviously age appropriate. But am I the blockade because I just want to serve them or I just want to help them or I just want to make it easier. I just want to get it done. Or maybe I want it done a certain way, or maybe I'm a perfectionist. Those types of things. If we can see yes to any of that, we need to tackle this now as leaders of our home, as women who hold the heartbeat of our home, you are a leader. If you don't see yourself as a leader, Let's, let me just tell you right now, you have another, another beautiful label on you. You are a leader and you are leading little people and big people in your home. And one of the most beautiful leaderships, um, I think it was a leadership, uh, coaching thing I did one time. I heard someone say, if, if someone that you are leading in your team can do what, something that you do, 50% or better, hand it to them, give it to them. That's their job. Now you delegate that to them. And I've always thought of that in regards to parenting and raising my children. If my nine-year-old can load and empty the dishwasher about 50% to what I can do, I can do it really well. I do it, you know, a certain way and blah, blah, blah. But if she can do it 50% or, or better, that's her job. That's her job. Is it safe for her? Absolutely. Is it appropriate? Absolutely. Um, 
And it also fills her power bucket. If you didn't hear that episode before, go back and listen to it. It fills her positive power bucket so much so that she looks forward to it and she enjoys it. And she feels so grown up when she does it. And I see this little maturity happen in her every time I'm like, Hey babe, can you go ahead and take care of the dishes for me? She's like, Oh yeah, sure. Mom. Like, yeah, on it, on it. I got it. And I'm sure it won't be like that in a couple of years, but right now that girl knows how to empty and load a dishwasher. Dang it. And can, she may not put everything up the way I want her to. She may not dry everything off the way I want her to. She, she may not do it exactly like I want her to, to the T and perfect, but am I going to sit there and badger her? No. I'm going to be like, thank you so much for doing that. You put them away. You did it. Next time, maybe let's put this one here. Maybe try this, but awesome job. Thank you. And move on. That is hard for me, but I'm doing it because I realize that I, I can hand these tasks off to my kids, to the people in my life that I don't have to carry it all. And they love it and they have a place and they have, they feel a part of the family and it's important. It's so important for your children and your spouse to feel like they have a place and an important part in the home, not just in the family, you know, cogs of how things work, who provides what, whatever, but in the home, they have a job, they have a place, they make this beautiful home operate and flow and, and, and work well together. And so that is something we've got to tackle. So one of the things she talks about when we were breaking free from over-functioning is realizing that it is a deep-rooted thing. And a lot of times um, we learn over-functioning by observation and osmosis from our own family. And so you are going to feel resistance. You're going to feel um, friction when you are trying to break out of this. It's going to feel awkward and uncomfortable. Um, and it can be, it can be difficult and anxiety producing. It can be very, um, intense, but she talks about how it's so important to remain calm when you stop over functioning. Um, and it require it's going to require you to stay the course and, um, go through four main phases. Um, the first one is admit you are an over functioning person. Um, number two is unleash the earthquake. Number three is prepare for chaos. And number four is stand firm. Each of these phases thrusts us deeper into levels of maturity and into our relationship with God, others, and ourselves. I totally agree with that. I totally agree because you have to rely. You have to rely and you have to take some deep steps into trusting and allowing um, the beautiful uh, and micromanaging that you might have in your house to break down and crumble to the ground and start anew. And that may sound horrible to so many of us, but to break out of over-functioning, we've got to recreate a culture and recreate a rhythm in our home that allows other people to be a part of it too. That is too important. And so she talks about, obviously, admit that you're an over-functioner, and unleash the earthquake. The unleashing the earthquake basically means we are going to change things around here. I am taking myself out of the equation in this, this, and this, and now so-and-so, 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 you are stepping in. The earthquake will happen. People will 
uprise. It will not be pretty. And then the chaos is going to hit. Prepare for chaos. The whole system is broken. You've got to create a new system. It's a brand new situation. Everybody's finding their place. So they're not going to do it the way you want. They're going to mess things up. They're going to pout. They're going to throw fits. It's going to be messy. Maybe it won't, but probably will. Chaos is going to happen, but you have to stand firm. Stand firm, stand firm, stand firm. And the more that you back out and the more that you encourage and the more that you build up, you're going to see your children, your husband, your people, your family, your friends, whoever, stand on their own two feet in a different way and you're really in relation to you and into their home, into the environment. And you're going to see empowerment take place. You're going to see maturity take place. You're going to see um, true growth happen. And that is incredibly beautiful. Not only did it happen in them, but it happened in you because you have let go of something that was almost a um, crutch and you are growing too. You are um, relying on the Lord heavier than you were before because you're you're realizing you're not in control and you're not supposed to be. This is not yours to hold. So... Number one, admit you're overfunctioning. Number two, unleash the earthquake. Number three, prepare for chaos. And number four, stand firm. We're going to go deeper into this next week. I'm really, really wanting to hear your feedback on this. This may be something that you're like, Abby, I can't even like talk about this right now. This is ridiculous. This is throwing me off. And if you're there, it's okay. Message me. I want to hear what you think and where you're at and what you're feeling through this because we need to do this together. This is going to change everything. If you're an overfunctioner, admit it. Let's go there together. Let's find freedom. Let's find fullness. Let's walk in it together because together we're better and fullness is in front of us. Let's go get it. Friend, I'm so glad you were here with me today during this episode. If you're ready for more and want to start taking some action steps on what you've heard today, I want you to join a really special community called the Fullness Show community. It's a free, positive, and life-giving group of women just like you who are taking brave steps out of their overwhelm and into their fullness of overflow. And I want to see you in there. You are not alone, girl. Let us show you. To join the group, go to facebook.abbyhaggard.com. I can't wait to meet you in there. Thanks again for listening to The Fullness Show.